Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. Alan J. Huth shares a Bible passage with comments from over 35 years of his personal Bible reading journals and applies the Word of God to our daily lives. Well, we've done it. We've reached the final chapter of Hebrews, chapter 13. We'll listen to our guest reader, Roy Hansky, read the final chapter of this wonderful book, and we'll learn a few more instructions about how to live a life of faith. Let's listen in to Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews 13. Let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Remember those who are in prison, as though in prison with them, and those who are mistreated, since you also are in the body. Let marriage be held in honor among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled, for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Keep your life free from the love of money, and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods, which have not benefited those devoted to them. We have an altar from which those who serve the tent have no right to eat. For the bodies of those animals, whose blood is brought into the holy places by the high priest as a sacrifice for sin, are burned outside the camp. So Jesus also suffered outside the gate in order to sanctify the people through his own blood. Therefore let us go to him outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Through him, then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. Pray for us, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience, desiring to act honorably in all things. I urge you the more earnestly to do this, in order that I may be restored to you the sooner. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good, that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I appeal to you, brothers, bear with my word of exhortation, for I have written to you briefly. You should know that our brother Timothy has been released, with whom I shall see you if he comes soon. Greet all your leaders and all the saints. Those who come from Italy send you greetings. Grace be with all of you. Let's take one more look at my personal Bible reading journals concerning Hebrews, this time chapter 13. In 1993, at 38 years old, I wrote, Let love of the brethren continue. The Lord is my helper. 
I will not be afraid. What shall man do to me? Remember those who lead you, who spoke the word of God to you, and considering the result of their conduct, imitate their faith. Then I wrote, this is the kind of person I would like to work for. I finished with, obey your leaders and submit to them. Twelve years later, in 2005, at 50 years old, when I read Hebrews chapter 13, I wrote in my personal Bible reading journal, in the middle of defending Christ over everything else, the writer takes a commercial break to remind us marriage is to be held in honor among all, and the marriage bed is to be undefiled, and make sure your character is free from the love of money, being content with what you have. These two issues are major aspects of our Christian testimony how we treat marriage and money. I finished with, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of our lips that give thanks to his name. Eight years later, at 58 years old in 2013, as I finished the book of Hebrews in chapter 13, I wrote, God instituted marriage. He expects us to honor it. I do. Then I continued to write a faith builder, and I quoted this verse, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? I continued to write, be an example of Christianity to others. And then I referred to verse 8, Jesus never changes. And verse 15, through Jesus, continually praise God. Do good and share. And then I wrote verse 18, a good verse for leaders. And finished with benediction, verses 20 through 21. Thus ends my journal entries on Hebrews 13, so let's review this chapter. There are so many quick instructions, little one-liners, that will do us all good. Beginning in verse 1, let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. Remember those who are in prison, those who are mistreated. And then this verse on marriage. Let marriage be held in honor among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled. For God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. At the time of this recording, Terry and I have been married over 43 years. We have held our marriage in honor. Whether you are married or not married, I pray that you would honor the institution of marriage. It is a biblical institution ordained by God. The instructions continue in verse 5. Keep your life free from the love of money. Be content with what you have. How are you doing on that one? I'm sure we would all say we don't love money. We don't have a love of money. But how are you doing with being content with what you have? Terry and I, as I mentioned, have been married over 43 years. We raised three children. We've lived in five houses in two different states. We have been in ministry most of our lives. We are probably an average middle-class family. We don't have a lot, but we have been content with what God has given us. Often, He has blessed us exceedingly abundantly beyond what we can even think or imagine. So I encourage you to apply these verses to your life. Keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. In my journal, I referred to verse 6 as a faith verse. The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Imagine if we can apply that verse to our lives, what our lives would truly be like. And then we come to verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Hallelujah. What an assurance. Because he is, it says, Do not be led astray by diverse and strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace. We thank him that his grace is sufficient, yesterday, today, and forever. 
and the chapter finishes with one of these great benedictions. You've probably heard it said in your church services from time to time. It starts with verse 20. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with every good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. What a great verse to finish the wonderful book of Hebrews. So may it be for us. May we experience the God of peace. May we experience him equipping us with every good thing. May he be working in us, and may we be pleasing in his sight. As we finish up Hebrews, let's go back to the beginning in our introduction of this book. I said then, the theme of Hebrews is Christ is greater than angels, priests, or old covenant traditions. I also mentioned the book of Hebrews will also teach us a profound truth. Our faith rests in the righteous character of God, not in the things that happen to us. The message of this book encourages us to endure and persevere in our faith in Jesus Christ. It's called Hebrews for a reason because there are over 80 citations or allusions to the Old Testament passages. And we have certainly learned that Jesus is greater than prophets, angels, Moses, Aaron, the priesthood, and the tabernacle. We have learned that the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, We've learned to run with endurance the race that is set before us. We've learned that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we've taken a stroll through the hall of faith. Most of all, I hope our journey through the book of Hebrews has strengthened your faith in Jesus. As we wrap up the book of Hebrews, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the lessons learned in the book of Hebrews. We thank you for now drilling them down into our hearts and into our lives. We pray that as we face the trials and temptations of this life, that we can be reminded to dig deep into our faith in you, and that through those trials and tribulations, you are disciplining us so that our faith even grows deeper. May you find us running a race of endurance, not growing weary, and being pleasing in your sight. Thank you for lessons learned in the book of Hebrews. Amen.